This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Hold True Tattoo Studios. The new studio is now open in Hamilton, and if you're interested in getting any tattoo work done or discussing any designs, please contact the chief artist, Brian Bell. You can find Hold True Tattoo Studios on Instagram and on Facebook, so if you're at all interested, please check them out. So, first of all, thanks for eventually doing this. Uh, I'll kind of set the scene for yourself. Andy is far too modest for his own good and uh, had fought against coming onto the podcast because, well, you know, this isn't a bad thing. Why don't you tell me and everybody that's going to be watching and listening what your thoughts on that originally were? Well, I don't really have very much to say about stuff. And, and most of what I say is nonsense and only applies to me. Um, I kind of think there's a lot more people, um, a lot of people with much more to say than myself. Um, and I don't, I'm not an expert on anything. Um, I dip in and out and I forget loads of stuff and I get stuff wrong and get it all mixed up. So, um, but that, that's why. So. I think that's a, I, I think that's one of the most appealing and charming things uh, that, that draw people to you uh, is the fact that obviously this will go out to a wider audience than, than the Taekwondo school and, and we'll get to our relationship and stuff through the Taekwondo school as friends and as student and instructor and etc etc but I think from the people that we we know mutually that that under underwhelming position that you take is, is really quite quite attracting and I think that's why people do listen to you even though you continue to fight back against the idea that they do. Maybe we're fed up of so many people being it's this way and it's 100% this way and there's no way that we're coming off of that chain of thinking etc etc and, and you've kind of never been like that do you know that there's so many different variations of us as humans um one way there just can't be one way because we're all so different and come from all different places and and start from different places and we'll end up at different places there, there can't just be one way yeah the way um i don't think anyway and your ideas change as well, don't they? They change over the years. Um, sometimes they change over a matter of months or weeks. Yeah. Um, so what maybe I thought in my 20s was different from what I thought in my 30s or my 40s and now my 50s. Um, and thank goodness. Um, yeah. It still gives me a red neck to think of some of the things that I've done. You know? That is that... I think that's the, the beauty of, or I think that that's the beauty of our conversations is that the, that they are so open and they are so, they're so fluid in the fact that I'll, I'll come in if we were in the gym training together or we're meeting together at class or having a coffee or whatever the case may be, I'll come in sometimes as this 
excited little puppy, like, oh, Andy, wait to hear this, this, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then it's, it's brilliant having somebody who you can bounce off of who isn't so, well, that's 100% right, Kareem, or that's 100% wrong, or, and I always leave our conversations. And I think that's probably the, the sort of cornerstone of our friendship, that I always leave our conversations feeling as if my thinking has moved on. It's, it, that it's, whether that be I agree with what I'm thinking even more or a wee bit less or whatever, but... Yeah. <laughs> He's talking absolute nonsense. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I'm, I'm um, totally confirmed in my opinion now. But listen, it's, what's good as well is it's good having... And again, you, 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 fall, into this, you fall into this category, which which is a, a really sort of nice category of being uh, a, a fantastic student, which we'll get to, but also one of my best friends. And having somebody in, I think it's important, especially nowadays, uh, I love the fact that I've got somebody that will say to me, honestly, and, and sort of with respect, and, and I know that it's for my own good, someone to say, do you know what? I don't know if I agree with that, or... Or on the other hand, I absolutely agree with that. But having honesty nowadays is 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 really, really important. I think there's enough yes men around, and, and it's something that I do at my work as well. I, 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 I try and, and and give my bosses the sort of honest honest opinions of what I think, rather than to tell them what I think they want to hear. They don't need that from me. That's not what they pay me for. And. Uh, that can lead to some awkward conversations sometimes, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think it's helpful just to agree all the time. No, no, for sure, for sure. Uh, right, okay, let's let's sort of jump in to more about just yourself, which is obviously why I, I, I've got you on. Uh, we'll start concentrating on the Taekwondo and the martial arts, and who knows, uh, who knows where that will lead us. Uh, when so I'm I was trying to think about this this morning. You must be at least fifteen years at the school now, maybe even more than that. Um, no, not much more than that. Fifteen anyway. Tom, um, and oldest son's now twenty, and I took Tom up to the sports band. Yeah. He was five, um, so just about old enough to start, and uh, because I wanted him to, well, I wanted him to learn taekwondo. Um, and hang about outside with the parents. Well, not really with the parents. I would read my book. Crouching <laughs> yeah. in a corner, reading my book. Is it trying to be inconspicuous? Um, and yeah, so it would be 15 years ago. Um, and then I thought, well, I'm here for an hour. At that time, it was a mixed class. Um, yeah. And uh, I thought I might as well learn some stuff. That, that's, that's one of the things, and I'm so glad that you've mentioned that early. Uh, I thought, I'm going to publicly thank Andy. That's one of the things I'm going to do right at the beginning. And, and, and that's for sticking with me because, so 15 years ago, I would have been early 20s. And when I look back, and this is maybe a, a thank you to those people like yourself that stuck with it. And... Uh, <laughs> possibly an apology to everybody who didn't because uh, you do you, you look back on you look back on the classes and just the school in, in general and 
I get embarrassed sometimes. But again, you have to learn somehow, don't you? Uh, well, that's but, the point. What's the point of of living till you're um, in your late thirties um, or your fifties if you're the same as you were when you were twenty-one? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What's the point of all those years? Right. So you've, you 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 started because you were hanging about. Your son was training, uh, and you thought, right, I may as well go and have a have a shot at this. So, what what was Andy Gillen like then? As a Again, and again, some of these questions end up being a bit grand, but how was Andy then as a, as a person? And what was the first sort of couple of years of your training in Taekwondo like? Well, at 37, um, I, was, I was overweight. I had a sore back. I just ate what I liked. I drank too much. Stopped smoking at 30, so I hadn't that long stopped smoking. Um, I wasn't in great condition, um, and so what did I do? I, I I ate, watched telly, and worked. Really? Yeah. Quite a stressful job. It's still a stressful job. The yeah. taekwondo kind of helps with that. Um, the training helps with that. But uh, yeah, it's out of shape. Um, Rosie would have been born. Tom was five. Rosie would just have been. Um, a wee toddler, Jamie wouldn't have been around. Eh, Jamie was. Jamie was just born. Yeah. He was a big deal. In fact, I'll tell you now that I remember, I had left my work the year before to start a business. Um, I don't know if I've told you this. Um, I, think, to start I, think, a I think you did, yeah, but yep, go ahead. Yeah. So I'm a civil engineer. That, that's my profession, I suppose. Um, and I went to start a business with a a kind of entrepreneur guy to start up a new civil engineering business, which which didn't it wasn't particularly successful. And yeah. uh, anyway, I'd just gone back to being a salaried person, but I put so much into this new venture, which in many ways was amazing. It was brilliant in some ways and horrible yeah. in other ways. Um, just the uh, ideas and starting from scratch and just starting everything from the beginning and trying to you know get to this place, yeah. this new business. Anyway. Um, but I put so much effort into it and get so little back from it. I I had decided at that point that um, that was it. I needed something else. I needed something more than just um, work. Yeah. Uh, and so it probably coincided with Tom being five and uh, and being old enough to start training at that stage. I know that was before the Panthers and the yeah, yeah. tiny ones uh, can start. Um, and so that probably had a lot to do with me choosing it could have been anything i suppose but it ended up being taekwondo that i chose at that point and um, it's, it's amazing how you just uh obviously a good friend of yours and a fellow student mr logan kind of rocked into the class thinking it was karate he was starting and i know he would have ended up in the same place but i'm just trying to you could have walked into a boxing gym or a or anything really just looking for that something different it's just that serendipity that Things come together, uh, just come together nicely. Choices we make, isn't it? It's just, just yeah. one way or the other way, and you can do, and one way leads on to something else, and the other way leads on to something entirely different. But, yeah. Um, so, that okay, so no, I'm just going to say that, that was a good choice. Um, Indeed. At that point. So, 
you 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 were in, you were part of a class there that was like a handful of kids and and you and maybe one or two other adults uh, and that that's the thing that's why I was joking earlier on well half joking half serious about about thanking you for actually sticking with it because I know you've kind of you had to make a conscious decision some at some stage because I know for a fact you've kind of said this before that before you really knew what it was about you were kind of looking about saying should I really be doing this because I was like I'm in this hall and I'm kind of training with kids at the moment and it's not a big school and we, we, we had that conversation didn't we yeah so we had that conversation sir and and, and I guess if you've got um, something to thank for that certainly got uh, Mr Shaw to thank right because at that point I, I was in the Virgil leaving maybe I don't know was it after six months or whatever it was right. some short period of time I guess and I remember it, it was like a Sunday afternoon and the only people in class were me and a 14 year old girl yeah. and I was thinking oh no I, you, you know yeah, of course. <laughs> I can't and, um, I can't do this. And I suspect that you must have had a, had a, a, a word with Mr. Short, um, who then um, became my training partner for for a long time. And it was, you know, Mr. Short was training religiously at that point. And again, and I always feel very thankful for Mr. Short for um, putting up with me during those months and all my, my um, kind of lack of self-control and just nonsense, <laughs> you know, training. Um, and yes, Mr. Shaw certainly put up with a lot, but it was at that point, I guess, um, that I started taking more of an interest and in, 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 um, in getting more out of it, and getting more out of the training, I guess. See, after all of this time, after, look, 15 years, uh, and uh, we, we know that, or obviously the listeners don't know, but you've obviously got you've got a stressful job that can take you on to different projects and stuff. And you, you'll always say things like, "I can't make X, Y, Z classes, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. But and that that's always welcomed. It's always welcomed by every student to keep you up to date. But I would say you're in that lifer category now, and these small bumps in the road are just tiny wee bumps that that you've never ever, there's never been a, a stage in that 15 years where you've completely left training. Now, sometimes you don't train just quite as often because you're working on a certain project. But that never, as, as the instructor, that never concerns me with you because I know that when we look at from day one till forever, it's going to be just a tiny little blip. When did it become... When did it become something that you said that I want to actually integrate this into my life rather than being just a, a thing you've done twice a week with with, with your son? I don't know that there's, it, it's all, for me there's always a little bit of fear that, that, that um, if I don't go to the next class, then that can easily lead very easily, even after 15 years, I can easily leave a, a pattern of, I'll just skip the next one. And it becomes progressively harder to come. And I even find that even now, this, this period, the six months we've just had, for example, yeah. went from, well, 
a year ago, when we were training to go to Hawaii, training maybe nine, ten, eleven times a week. Yeah, yeah. Whether it be taekwondo itself in classes or at the gym yeah. or um, at the gym doing taekwondo, whatever it is, yeah. to go right down to um, kind of the Zoom. Yeah. Classes are where I'm now, where I'm working um, um, so quite a long distance away from home and a lot of travel time and blah, blah, blah. Um, it, it's, it's, uh, it's very easy just to kind of sit in the backside and, and, and uh, just say, ah, I'll go another time or I'm not really feeling it today. Yeah. And that's always a fear. So I, I think you have to be very um, so on your toes about it. I, I certainly do anyway. Yeah. Um, and not take it for granted that I will always be, this is for me, not taking it, me not taking it for granted that I'll always be um, um, in a frame of mind that I want to train. It's always something to work on because I'm quite lazy. That, that's, lazy. that's important, but because, in fact, I find that very important. We have, there's so much, uh, we will, we'll talk about social media later on or your lack of social media, uh, which is a good thing, which is a good thing. Uh, lack of skills. <laughs> well, yeah, join the club. There's, there's so much on, one of the things that annoys me about social media, and this is leading into what you're talking about there, is that this perfection is portrayed all the time. And it can be portrayed by uh, martial arts instructors online or fitness instructors or whatever type of teacher that they have wonderful lives and their motivation and inspiration never dips and everything's perfect. And, and I think that can put people off as well. Now, I get that it's attractive, I understand that, but to have someone with 15 years experience, someone with over 30 years experience sitting having a, a conversation saying, you know what, see last night, I just could not be bothered with this at all. But do you know what, I went and done it. That, that to me is more motivational, I think. It's more realistic than you sitting there lying to people and saying, no, I, I, for 15 years, I've never sort of had any doubts at all, blah, blah, blah. Do you know, it's realistic, I think, is the word. It, it is. I mean, you know, to, you know, I'm sure you can tell by my expression sometimes. I'll come in from work and I'm, I'm, I'm into class and I'm at the back and I'm a couple of minutes late or, or more and <laughs> I, I just hear the, right, come on, line up! And, and I'm growling already before I even put my, before I even put my belt on. Do you know? And I'm yeah, like, we oh. just ignore you now. We just like you. <laughs> we just like you go on. It takes about twenty minutes to get into it, but that's the thing. That's the thing. Once you are into it and have done it, it's that. Um, it's that kind of. How do I describe it? It's easy to. It's easy to give up, isn't it? Yeah. It's it. It's the. It's the path of least resistance. It's, it's the comfortable not want to face up to things path. Um, but they're just the kind of gritting your teeth and getting down to it and doing it even though you don't want to, or can't be bothered, or in a grumpy mood and, oh, no, it's a beasting. I don't like a beasting. But, you know, you get through it in the end, you feel much better and you're a bit, you know, 
you've forgotten all the nonsense by the end of the class. And then you've done another one. It's a little penny in that jar. It's a little... And, and again, we're talking about just this, so these choices, one choice that way, one choice that way. And just that choice of, of, of me getting down and doing the class as opposed to giving into the, 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 I can't really be bothered type of thing. Yeah. It makes you feel different. Do you know what? If I did the choice, it's at any time, and I do. I do sometimes, you know, I'll look at the clock and I'll be driving, I shouldn't tell you this, I'll be, I'll be driving and, and back from work. And kind of, I'm kind of on the thing going, <laughs> I could just make it, I'd be 10 minutes late, I could just make it. And, yeah, I'll just go home and, and that. But it just makes me feel a little bit more shit. It just adds to the little pile of shit. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? That your day's been, yeah. rather than taking a little scrape off the pile. Yeah. Um, I went to the class. Yeah. Um, that speaks a lot to what we do. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> like, like, we can we can make lip, just little choices that make us feel a little bit better about ourselves. Not yeah. massive, not not yours. I feel great, but just, just a tiny little bit better. Or we can make a choice that just makes us feel a tiny bit worse. And the more I can do that makes me feel a tiny little bit better, then all these little tiny bits will add up. Hopefully, but, well they do. See, see the, that, that that's contra. It's. I don't know, I'll use the word contradictory for now until we sort of chew the fat over this and you, see, that that was that saying that the way you do something is the way you do everything type thing and that's about what sort of attitude do you bring to things. Uh, I'll give you an example. So, sometimes I'll say things like, we're, we're exercising in class and it'll be like a fast paced thing and it'll be right, Let's do 10 press-ups, 10 squats, 10 burpees. And I'm not particularly looking for the sort of the perfection and the, and the, the, the but you, because I'm just trying to get everybody moving. But you do all the time. It's, if I said, right, it's 10 press-ups, you'll do 10 chest and nose to the floor press-ups. There's never a, is that because if you've decided to invest your valuable time there, you're going to do, do it properly? Uh, there's never any half measure on what you do when you're there. There is, that's part of it. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, if, you, if you've committed the time, if I've committed the time, then what's the point in wasting that time? Time's, I don't know how much left. Sure Hopefully I'll leave that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm past it. Um, my grandpa died just as you know, just just um, um sort of last year, and and um, he was he was ninety eight. He, he wanted to get to hundred, but he didn't quite make it. And and um, I have in my mind, I have in my mind that there's every possibility um, that I could I could live that long myself. So yeah. so if that's the case, um, then I'm over the halfway mark. Um, yeah. I might live that long and be completely insane, being out of my mind, but. <laughs> But what am I saying? Time's precious. We don't get it back. Yeah. We absolutely don't get it back. And and um, if I'm going to invest some of my time in 
going to a Taekwondo class, I want to learn and I want to do my best. And uh, what's the point in mucking about? What's well, the point in mucking about? I don't get it. It's, but it's not just that. There's another part of me as well that I feel as if, um, I don't know, is that a burden? I don't know if it's a bit of a burden. Responsibility, we can abandon the word around responsibility. You know, the black belt, you know, what's the thing, responsibility, right? Okay, but it is a kind of responsibility that I feel that, that um, I don't know, are you allowed to swear on this? I know I'm conscious yeah, of it already. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so I don't want people to think that um, Grandmaster chose Taekwondo is shite, or that, that um, Master Belgassum's school is crap, and that, that, that the people who, who are trained for a long time crap yeah. and I feel that responsibility that that um to people who come to the class who maybe knew well they might look at me and go I'm off <laughs> if that's what you're trying to do I'm off but I want even if that is the case I kind of want to be the best that I can do if I'm not really being very articulate there no, you're, you're making perfect sense you're making perfect sense I want to. I don't want people to think um, to one that to taekwondo rubbish, two that um, the school rubbish, or three that um, uh, grandmaster chose taekwondo rubbish. And 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 so I always feel there's an, an onus on me to do my best to 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 kind of have my black belt on and and and. That okay. That 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 makes perfect sense, and it's kind of. It's, it's, led, it's led my thinking on to the next part of the discussion, probably. Because you steadfastly refuse to use social media, I know I'll tell you some stuff and uh, when we're talking, and, and obviously you don't see it because you don't have a Facebook or an Instagram, or, which in itself nowadays is, is, is quite a disciplined approach, but... You see it all the time, and I pick it up in the school, as in I pick up what people are saying and, and what they're thinking. So someone like you who, who doesn't have that... Okay, if someone goes to the gym, and I know how often you train, and et cetera, et cetera, and I'm the world's worst for this, a, a gym session doesn't count unless you've took a selfie beside the kettlebells or... You've, you've, you've put a, a photograph of your, your Apple Watch, I've burned 500 calories. People, people definitely see you in your truest and sort of purest form. They look and they see you doing a set of the best press-ups you can and the best burpees you can and putting 100% in everything that you do. They definitely pick up on that because they know that you're doing it for those reasons that you've just described. It's not just so that you can get a sweat on and go out into the car and take a picture of yourself and say, I've trained today. Because you tell nobody what training you do, but they see the results. That, that, that's a big deal nowadays because so many, people, so many people get the same results as you do, not saying they don't, but they tell everybody about them. 
Whereas it, it's really, really clear that you do it for a, listen, it might be the proper reasons, it might not be the proper reasons, but it comes across that you're doing it. Uh, I don't know if that's proper reasons, it's my reasons. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's fair enough. For me. Do you know, I, I, um, I went through a phase, I go through lots of phases about and read things, but, but there's an old Roman um, um, called Seneca who uh, was a Stoic. He was, was other things as well. He was, he was Nero's tutor. So, so maybe that says a lot, kind of, a lot of things. So maybe you shouldn't listen to Seneca at all. But um, he was Nero's tutor and he was a Stoic. But one of the things he said in one of his letters um, was, uh, um, uh, don't, no, I can't remember the quotation. The, 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 this is where my memory's sort of rubbish. But it was to the, the gist of it was, don't, um, don't pander to the masses. Don't, don't, don't um, look for, for praise off of the common people. Um, in those days, if you were, um, of the kind of the kind of uh, uh, upper classes, the kind of senators and things, um, a, a lot of them would kind of play to the common people because it was then that kind of voted you into the Senate, sort of. I'm not explaining that very well either. But but um, anyway, two thousand years ago, this old Roman was saying his advice was. Forget about, about what all the other people think. Just kind of do your own thing. Um, and, and here we are, 2020, and one of the biggest things that people do is, is selfie, um, post it up on Instagram or, or whatever it is, Facebook, and um, looking for likes, looking for other people to like it. it, it, it this is old stuff. Yeah. This is old pre-Christian kind of knowledge that that doesn't make it, it's do you know it doesn't make happy it's 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 uh, it's not a worthwhile thing to do yeah uh, in fact it could potentially be the opposite make us unhappy you know i think that's uh, clear i think that's but that's the problem i think that's really clear and really obvious yet we still go back and do it there's a weakness there there's a weakness that you don't have so what 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 well, you don't because you, you, you've, I, I've, I've been on at you for a number of reasons why you should. And it's, it's, I mean, even during this lockdown period, uh, just even try, it, it was just more convenient. And again, you get a ton of respect because you just says, no, I, I don't need that in my life. I don't want that in my life. So I'm not going to do it. That, that rings out for you all the time. And, and, and I, you know, I'm not even going to talk about other people, but I, I have huge respect for that because time and time again, even though you won't admit it, you're, you're proven to be correct by having that, that discipline. And it is, it's a discipline not to give in and just go and do what everybody else is doing. Do you know, it, 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 I think it, it plays, it's quite sinister, I think. Um, the, it, it, it plays with something deep, deep in our humanity, and that that um, when we were were, were um, we when our ancestors kind of kind of um, 
kind of roved around in little bands of kind of you know, 20, 30 people. If, if people didn't like you, a death sentence potentially. Yeah. If you're ostracized from your group and and weren't part of 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 the the the, the hunting and the gathering and the, the the family and the looking after the children and all that kind of communal stuff that we did, we that that, that yeah. they did, our ancestors did. If you were ostracized from that and were shunned, if you were an outcast, then yeah, it's a death sentence. And there's something real deep. Something real deep still inside, inside us that 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 um, that we evolved to crave being liked by our peers. Yeah. Um, it's a deep necessity. Um, um, I, I, and the sinister thing is that these Facebook people and the the Instagram people and all these other people who develop these mad programs, um, well, they know this. Across the dip. And they, yeah. they tap right into it, and they they, 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 they exploit it, and and um, and people, kids. I mean, all these kids get get really upset, don't they? And yeah. and, and um, sometimes it can be a bit of a feeding frenzy. I think with the teenagers, can't it? One of these bullying and stuff. But it's not just teenagers; it's adults. Um, we we we're just susceptible. The thing is, uh, as I always do, I'm taking a very serious message and and finding a a bit of humour in it that uh, if anybody takes your advice, nobody will get access to this podcast. So (laughs) You won't hear me talking pitch then. (laughs) It's a win-win. We need to be be careful to have that yin and yang and and have that balance. Right, okay. Uh Let's move your Taekwondo story mm-hmm. on, on a wee bit. So how long did you train? Uh, all of this knowledge will be in my head somewhere, but uh, how long did you train before we got on a plane and went to Jersey for you to, for you to set, set your black belt? Because that stage of your journey is really interesting, passing the black belt, and then, then I want to talk about what your mentality was like after that, because... I think it's it's another example of when people can can dial into maybe your way of thinking regarding that, which we'll get to. Uh, anyway, right, let's put that to one side now. And how long were you training before you, you sat your black belt under Grandmaster Cho? So it was seven years, sir. It was seven years of training. Um, the 2012. Yeah. Um, when we went to Jersey, and so how. Old? How old would I be then? Um, whatever, forty odd. Um, so, yeah, forty-two. No. <laughs> no. You were in your forties. In my mid forties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and probably the fittest I have ever been since I was a teenager. I think. Um, my late teens, um, I worked for my dad. My dad had a kind of factory in Blantyre, and, and um, I worked as a labourer um, in there. Um, so every Saturday morning, I was I was cleaning out scrap metal and 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 so cleaning behind the machines and stuff. So as a teenager, mid to late teenager, I was pretty fit and strong, yeah. and then. 
in my 20s and 30s, I didn't do anything. Um, um, and as I trained towards my black belt, it's probably the absolutely fittest I've been since my late teens. Um, and a pretty single-minded frame of mind about it as well. What was that experience like? Uh, so going, you you'd have, you you've you would have met, uh, you did meet. I know that you, you met Grandmaster Cho before that, and had been to seminars and stuff. But what was your what was that experience like? Do you know the black belt test? The whole jazz experience was brilliant. I loved it. It was great. Um, I. Although we were part of a big group, I was on my own as well. So, so um, I had a lot of kind of time alone, which, which is fine. Which is fine. Um, um, I kind of can read and drink and write my notes. I've got some notebooks and things that I to, to jot some thoughts down. So, so I can spend time on my own. It's yeah. quite easy. But the big difference, I think, between um, um, 2012 and 2019, we went to Hawaii. Was I had the boys with me? I had uh, Tom and Jamie, and that was a blast. So it's as well we were like a smaller group. Um, obviously went to Hawaii, but having the boys there and sharing the room was was great fun. So so um, and I still got time on my own to go away and, and write my notes and have a drink of coffee and have a cake as well. So but so um, that was good. I've kind of got off my track now. We're going back to 2012 in Jersey. Um, the test itself, I was, I wanted more. I wanted more of the test. I couldn't believe it was over. I was gutted it was over because there was bits of the curriculum we hadn't done, and I was, I was raging. Mm -hmm. I really, really wanted to, you know. And then it was, well, it was a bit embarrassing as well because at the breaking part of it, I don't know if you recall this, but um, I. I'm kind of going deaf a little bit, um, <laughs> and and um, um, I didn't hear my name getting called up for the breaking. Yeah. Um, I thought I sort of heard something that sounded a bit like my name, um, and uh, so this guy, this other guy from somewhere else, sort of jumped up and ran up and and failed. I don't know what he did. The boards were on a horse, weren't they? They were all on a yeah. horse, and. Um, People were doing sidekicks, I think, to try and break these boards. So I was like, sidekick. You could do anything. It was like a free thing. You could just have to break the board, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, and people were failing all over the place. All these people like me in you know, our red suits. And um, and then it got to the end, and I hadn't had a shot. And I'm kind of looking around. <laughs> I don't know. There was like hundreds of people in that hall. There? there was yeah, loads of people. Good. And then there was the top table. I'm trying to think of the top table. So the Grandmaster Cho. Um, Master Darcy, Master Byrne, yeah. um, oh. Master Fitzgerald was there and Master Calcutt was the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a good table at the top. Yeah. And, and then I kind of, um, I think it was Mr. Long that said, right, that's us, and blah, 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 blah. And I went, no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a shot! <laughs> <laughs> I was going, who's this? Oh, that's what it felt like anyway. Yeah. And um, and it, it looked down and anyway, gosh, I got to get a shot and uh, um, um, right, okay, I can't feel this, and I ended up kind of kind of punching, yeah. kind of punched through the board. Um, but but 
that point at the end of the test where I had to stick my hand up in front of everyone and and kind of um, and do that wasn't the easiest. I could have kind of shunk away and, and, and kind of, um, but I really wanted to do it. Let me jump in there. That's because of what you spoke about earlier, because written on that, and this isn't any disrespect to the people that, that, that didn't break the boards, but in the records somewhere, there would have been Andrew Gillen, Bogastrom School of Chose Taekwondo, didn't break. But that, that's what annoyed you, I, I would assume, the fact that... Absolutely. And... and, and in the grander scale of the world, it's no big deal. But at that point, that record would have been written that you had failed that part of the test. So yeah. I can I can fully get why you done it. And then to decide to punch the boards rather than kick them was just putting that full stop on the fact, uh, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. Which, which is fine. Uh, right, okay, so we've all gone off to Jersey, came back. A number of weeks later, uh, you're awarded your... Or, I'm, I'm always wearing the word awarded because people always pick that up as that there wasn't a test. So you had passed the test and presented with your black belt and your certificate. Uh, what's going through Andy Gillen's head for the next year or so, walking about with this, this black belt on now? Well, to start with, it was, it was great. I, I remember being in the pool in the hotel at um, um, in Jersey, and I just had nothing, nothing left, and I think I probably spent the next day in bed as well, just because there was not a single bit of energy or anything left in me um, after all that build up and build up and build up, and then you have this, you're up here and everything's great, and then you get home and everything that that. I've been working for, and I think this is a common phenomenon, phenomenon, isn't it? Isn't it? You 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 set this goal, and then um, you achieve the goal, and then yeah, for sure, yeah. What what's next? And and it wasn't even what's next. I started thinking um, that I was a bit of a charlatan, really, a bit of an imposter, and and. Um, I just thought it was a bit crap. Uh, this is what I'm trying to get to because that, that people uh, people walk about as soon as that black belt's on their waist. The majority of people, uh, again, maybe that's a bit unfair. There's a number of people who who think they've arrived, and I, I, this is I, I want to dig into this a wee bit if, if we can get to a somewhat of a conclusion. There's a there's a number of people who think they've arrived now, and after a couple of weeks, your automatic mindset started to go in completely opposite way, mm -hmm. uh, saying, I'm, I'm a charlatan here, I'm a, I've got this yeah. imposter syndrome type thing. So much. Um, my, I'm a child of the 70s. I grew up in the 70s. And so a black belt was David Carradine from Kung Fu. Yeah. And he was this kind of, kind of Zen monk. Well, he wasn't Zen, I think he was Chinese, but, but he was this monk anyway, this warrior monk. Um, and he had this code of ethics. And he was also a, a superhero for the want of a better word. And that's what a black belt was. 
um, this this kind of perfect focused um, warrior monk. And I was anything. Am was I am anything but that. Um, I'm real. <laughs> you know, so 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 that's what I thought. Think real deep down the 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 kind of eight year old boy that's still in there somewhere um, still thinks of that's what a black belt is and should be. Um, you know, kind of going around and um, using your training and, and and stuff to right wrongs and or whatever. Um, not really, but yeah. you get what I mean. Um, I certainly wasn't that. And technically, um, I'm not there. Um, so I just thought, do you know what? I wish I could start again. I wish I could just, <laughs> you know, just, just forget everything that I've kind of all this stuff and just start properly. Mm -hmm. Just right, what is this? What's this back stance in? Do you know? And, and what's this forward stance in? And how can I just just unlearn all these bad habits that I've just picked up and, and, and done because I was so keen to race through and, and get a black belt? Just start again from the beginning and, and, and do it right. And then, um, then maybe I'll be a good black belt. And that's what I wanted to do. And well, we spoke about that too at the time. The thing is, I was speaking to uh, Steve Rowe yesterday, and uh, as you're, and again, it's not being disrespectful, your humble position within the martial arts versus him being a, a ninth degree, 50 years of experience type thing. He mentioned uh, David Carradine as well, and in Kung Fu. Uh, and, well, the thing is, there's a... There's something in the fact that David Carradine, as David Carradine, couldn't kick a new and hit a coon in the ass with a stick. Uh, and it's a character that he was, he played and, and we always, well, not me, but a lot of people always go back to that and just because you grew up with it, I guess. Uh, but there's, there's a lot of people out there that, that play at, they have the character of, of a black belt uh, and, and you don't. And, and it, it, I remember, I think, I think you actually went to the, the degree of, of, of asking or suggesting that you could actually go back through again. And I, I, think, I think the answer to that was quite short. Uh, possibly the second word was off. I can't, <laughs> I'm not, I think I probably gave you a wee bit more time than that. Yeah, I think that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I thought uh, that was But it's not, it's not, a, it's not a bad, it's not a bad attitude to have because that then probably set you up. I would say there has been, okay, let me put this to you then. From this, now you've been a black belt now longer than you were a colored belt, but not by much, not by much. So let's just say it's 50-50 because it's only a year or so more. Uh, but the progression from white belt to black belt and your development, even just phys physically and mentally, uh, and just your overall attitude towards martial arts, let's compare that to your development from first degree to third degree, which has taken you eight to nine years as well. They must, I, I've witnessed it, I'm hope you might agree, you might not. What I've witnessed is that they're night and day. So your progress overall as a black belt 
makes your progress from white belt to black belt sort of seem really not so good? I think that, that, that um, um, to, after I wasn't allowed to start as a white belt again, <laughs> um, I had to wear the black belt. Yeah. And so knowing or believing that I was shite, I, but I had to wear it then yeah. or stop or stop going. So, so then what do you do? You've got to think, well, okay, I need to get better at this. Yeah. I need to get better at this. And so that's what I tried to do. Um, See, that's what I'm still trying to do. The, the thing is, but the, I know that, you, you, I mean, we, rocking up to Hawaii last year, so just for anybody that's that's not sort of AMA based or, or, or doesn't know, uh, the last international the testing for black belts within our Taekwondo Association was in Hawaii, where our world headquarters were, and Andy and I were there in November 2019. Uh, I rock up there as a higher grade in you're standing with people who you just think, I look like a, I, not only do I look, but I act and possibly have a white belt standard and mentality uh, when compared to these people. It's, it's, that's, that, that's, it's not only not a bad thing, it's a really, really good thing. It's the, it's the, it's the attitude that I want my students to have. You, it's you, as I said, people get the black belt and they think they've arrived. You get a black belt and thought, I'm pretty crap. <laughs> that, it's, it, it, it then led, it led to improvement. It's part of the test, sir. The, 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 and it's maybe part of the test of, of, um, of being a master also, is that, is that um, I was given the belt, the black belt, after passing the test, and now I had to live up to that. Indeed. And maybe as a master, um, testing for your masters in Hawaii, with the belt around your waist, you have to live up to it. Then, you know. I think it's it's part of the. What, what do you think about the the people say that this causes a bit of uh, there's a bit of contention about this about your. Your journey only starting as a black belt. What's your thoughts on, on that? I, I think I understand it now after over 30 years and having all of that experience and seeing so many black belts. You're an example of that, maybe for different reasons, but you're an example of someone. I, I look at your journey and I think he really, really started when he got that black belt. And that's not to say that your achievements before then didn't count. And I think people get annoyed at that because they think that's what's being suggested. It's not. But I look at you and I think Andy Gillen from 2012 to Andy Gillen standing on the same floor as me in testing in 2019 are two completely different people. Again, you don't have to agree or, or even disagree or just what's your thoughts on you only start when you're a black belt. It's 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 um it's just something people say that you only start but it's certainly different I think but right. it can be different it was different for me so whether or not it it was the start or 
the certainly the start of a new chapter, a new a new beginning almost in it. Um, But it's all it's all part of a line of hopefully improvement and, and, and getting a better person. Yeah. How, how have you seen the I think obviously I'm attached to the school, so you can well maybe you can talk about the school without sort of mentioning my progression as well, but and again this is coming from a, a mature adult, so you, and, and someone who we've, we've already established can be honest uh, with me or in any platform, but how have you noticed, not just our school, but martial arts develop over the last sort of 10 years uh, since you've maybe got your black belt? What's, what's different? Do you know, so martial arts, I don't know about martial arts. I, I don't really, really pay attention. Yeah. I'm not into sports. Particularly, so I don't particularly watch boxing or UFC. I went through a little phase, but I decided I don't really have enough time to sit and watch telly and watch sports. So, so I stopped watching that. Um, yeah. And I went through a little phase of watching uh, Glory and, mm -hmm. and kind of Muay Thai and kind of kickboxing and stuff as well. But again, I don't really, I'm not that fussed about yeah. sports and other martial arts. Are interesting, and there's lots to learn. Um, and I would encourage, I do encourage people um, that I talk to at work, you know, I don't say, oh, you've got to go to Taekwondo and blah, 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 that's the best, whatever. Just go, you know, if you want to take your kids to, yeah. to learn something of use, I'd encourage you to do martial arts, take them to martial arts class, and it doesn't matter if it's karate or, or yeah. jiu-jitsu or judo or whatever it may be. Yeah, just, and, but so, so, so how have martial arts changed? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Um, school's changed a lot, I think, from when I first um, started. I, I, probably, if I go right back, when I was in my 20s, just that, so not long after I graduated from uni, um, I went through a short phase of um, maybe six months. Um, going to Taekwondo, um, Taekwondo school and uh, at that point it was all chimpanzees, Do you know, it was all guys just want to beat you up and, 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 and hurt you basically, that's what that was all about yeah. and that was okay, I was a young guy as well, um, I stopped because I went to work away from home and I never really got back to it. Um, Certainly, that's changed. That's changed in a huge way yeah. um, for the better. Um, and that I don't, well, there's no one in the school that wants to hurt anyone. Mm -hmm. Those people don't last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they can't, they don't have the discipline, um, self control, and just the atmosphere isn't, you know, it, it doesn't encourage that. So that's a great thing. Um, yeah. What else has changed? The proportion of women, yeah, yeah, is, is hugely um, that's hugely different. Um, and the proportion of adults, there's loads of adults. Yeah, and, you know, when I first started, there was only there was very few. Yeah, there was. Well, at one point, it was just myself and Hamilton, and then and myself and Mr. Shaw, and yeah. and and, and um, 
in Lap Cole. There was a few more, but but not so many. Mm-hmm. And I don't know any that's left. Well, apart from Mr. Logan, who, who, who yeah. obviously kind of started around about the same time as me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my uh, battery, I need to plug this in. That's okay, yeah. Go ahead. Right. No, no. If I can work it out, anyway. Could you take a time? That's us, I think. I hope. Cool. You know, on that, uh, this is where our uh, this is where our friendship has has played an important part in the development of the school. Because, and again, it's something that I was talking talking to Steve Rowe about, who's who's going to be on whose episode will be out uh, soon as well. Uh, I don't want. I've, and again, maybe you can you can confirm this from the the students' point of view. I like to think that my attitude is pretty fluid and and open. And there's sometimes sometimes where you have to say, you know, we're doing it this way or we're, we're doing it that way. But a lot, I'm I'm happy to be influenced, especially by people who who I can see as being honest and, and sort of legitimate. Uh, and and you're you're included in that. There's as your mentality has changed and your mentality to training and stuff that you've learned or read, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and that's started to influence me. I've definitely tried to make the environment of the school safer for everyone. Uh, I always like to think I was an inclusive sort of person, but to make sure that Everyone did feel safe and welcomed, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And and again, you'll probably roll your eyes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but you have definitely played a big part in that. And I think having that friendship between us has definitely had. I, I don't think you understand how much of a positive influence you've given to to me as a person and as a a martial arts instructor. And that that feeds in through me to the school. I mean, you're just going to say nah, 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 but it's 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 a fact. It's, it's a fact. It's very kind of you to say so. It is. I, I think that the the, the 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 success of the school. And I had a conversation. I'm just going to move sorry, slightly out of the sun. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Yep, yep, work away. That's okay. We're we're okay. watching all in this this podcast. That's fine. I can certainly see them. I'm sure. But but um. I had this conversation with Jamie, we were just coming back from class um, on Sunday, I think it was, just about the numbers of people in the school um, and in the little dance hall that we're in at the moment. And I mean, you put in a shift now on a Sunday afternoon, <laughs> six hour shift or whatever it is with all so it was very small groups of people. But, but so many schools are, are um, that's the size of the school. Yeah. You know, like a dozen people or kind of half a dozen, eight people or whatever it is. And, and I think that, that, that over the years, as the school's grown, um, and it's now, I don't know how many members, 150, 200 members, something like that, whatever it is, um, um, you wouldn't have all those people. You wouldn't have all those kids, and you wouldn't have all those families, and to all those um, um, to, to adults to coming in. Um, because there's a big proportion of adults as well. Mm-hmm. If, if it wasn't something there, if it wasn't inclusive, if it wasn't a welcoming place, let's face it, we don't, we're not all 
we're not all, none of us are going to be fighting in a cage. Yeah. One of us. Yeah. Um, thank and, you. <laughs> well, I thank goodness for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, and and oh, I've lost my thread now. What was I going to say? We're never going to fight in a cage. And and we've all got families to look after. We've all got a wage to earn because we need to look after our families in that sort of financial way as well. We can't afford time off work. Yeah. And nobody wants their arm broken or or or, or a concussion or whatever. Um, and you know you don't. That's not to say that that uh, we to jab in the nose if you keep your you know, if you don't have your guard up when you're sparring, isn't good for you. In a certain sense, that is good for you too. But um, it's not something that... that um, if people were getting injured all the time, then your school wouldn't be as big. And that's not what it's about anyway. It's about... There's a bit of alchemy at work. I think I always quite like the idea of the old alchemists. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the turning base metal into gold. Mm -hmm. And I think it, that's not a literal thing. It, it's about it's about um, what the Taekwondo does um, with aims to achieve is 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 we we we, we um, turn that base metal, trying to trying to turn it into gold, um, and and to get to that point where we have self control and and we're, we're courteous in what we do, and you know we have this indomitable spirit and. and Act with perseverance, you know. Um, that's what attracts people, I think. I think it's, uh, as I say, this goes back to what I was, we were talking about earlier on about the not being surrounded by by yes men plays a big part in that. And there's a, there's definitely, a, as someone who has a skill, and and I see this, and again, it, it's it's. I'll try and focus on, on us rather than comparisons, but you do see people going up the ranks and then surround themselves with, it's my way or the highway type, uh, people are in, in, in that environment and, and things go off, I think. I don't take credit for that at all, and I don't think I will, because I think it's just, as you say, it's that alchemy, it's just a mixture of things that's kind of keeps everything, keeps the integrity of the school, Correct, keeps it on that straight line. Uh, and again, that's where people like yourself, like Mr. Walker, like any of these higher grade people who I class as not only students, but good friends now, there's an influence there from a lot of people that just that just keeps things keep things right, I guess. Good, I think so, I think so. Uh, right, so. Let's talk a wee bit about Hawaii because I know that that was a really sort of positive. Uh, you, you can't you, you can't get away with saying it was it was enjoyable because you got to be a you got to be a certain type of person to go to Hawaii and not enjoy it. But I think it was more than that. It was a kind of special uh, trip, I guess, if you can tell us a wee bit. And this was you testing for third degree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I, I kind of I was reading through some of my notes um, because I wasn't sure I wasn't sure how the conversation was going to go and I, I kind of I got my little book here that, that, that and it just happened to be that I was the bit that opened up was on Hawaii so some of the 
stuff. Um, I, I made some some quite what I thought was shaping up to be. I've forgotten all the things that I've written. By the way, I haven't looked at it since <laughs> I wrote it. Yeah, it was a year ago, and I was like, "Oh, this sounds quite profound." But um, it's rained. <laughs> it rained, <laughs> and all the inks because I used the fountain pen. All the inks smudged, so I've only got. <laughs> I can't. I, I need to work I, out what I was trying to um, say there. Um, it, it have any survived? <laughs> has any of the notes survived? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just, oh, I don't know, lots of stuff. It was, I loved um, that, the, that the boys got to meet Grandmaster Mires. Mm -hmm. I don't know, we went to, to Hawaii to train, be tested under Grandmaster Cho. Um, but um, Grandmaster Mires is such a, a, a a man to look up to, yeah. um, I believe, um, and I was delighted um, for the boys to meet him. I was, it was great just to get in that environment with all these other martial artists, all these people that, that we know and um, names of, but but um, sort of really get to train with. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. I loved um, so after the test um, um, on the very last day training uh, with Master Burn. Yeah, Hammond um, holding the pad for his sidekicks. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's almost knocked me back to Scotland. Um, it was great, though. Um, you know, um, just having that, just having that time and the test as well. It, I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten that, that um, just before the test, um, just before I get called up, I was actually on my way to the toilet. So I was <laughs> scuffling it behind the, I was scuttling at the back of the class on my way to the toilet when my group got called up. So I had to run up and I was bursting. I was bursting for the whole time. I remember you saying that. Uh, but, uh, is, is it not wonderful that we can, I mean, I, the, it's not just about, if people stick with it, and this is something that I try and, speak to parents about sometimes and uh, I think it's it's uh, I think it's about 20 odd of the the US states that I've now been in purely because of starting at a Taekwondo class all those years ago in Edward Sports Barn and Jersey and going over to Hawaii and it's opened up the world to me, and as I say, you've been in the States with me a couple of times now, uh, and it's not just about that getting to class sort of two or three times a week. It really has the power to, I, I know it sounds grand, but it really does have the power to open up the world to people uh, and just different experiences and different people, etc., etc. I think you're absolutely right. And it's not just literally opening up the world, it's figuratively as well. Yeah. One of the things that um, when we were talking um, about this conversation um, a couple of days ago, and you said you'd start off by um, to asking me, you know, how Taekwondo had affected my life or whatever, and uh, and I was oh, that's quite a hard question to to answer. Um, but one of the things um, that it has done, and that has 
it has opened up. Not necessarily the actual world, although I've been to a few places now with Taekwondo, but, but, but um, um, it's opened up. It's made me curious about stuff. Mm -hmm. And you asked me right at the start of this conversation, the, the, the kind of 37 year old me, you know, what I was like. I was very incurious, is that a word? I wasn't yeah, curious yeah. about stuff. Yeah. I wasn't really interested in anything else apart from me, maybe. And, 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 but, but it's made me want to find out stuff. Yeah. About, um, well, my body, for instance, how it works. And, 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 and like, well, why am I getting injured here? Or, or, or why, you know, what's a better way to do this? Or, or, or and, you know, what's, what's the mechanism for, for, for um, generating power in this particular technique? And, and that's physical stuff that I've been curious about, but also, well, Again, get back to the aims to achieve. What, what does self-control mean? Yeah. What does does um, ready stance mean? What, what, what does it mean to be getting, you know, back to the basics? Yeah. Questions like that, and and opening up, it opens up all sorts of trains of thoughts. Um, mm. It's it's got me interested in in stoicism, for example, mm. um, which I think is is is, is uh, Although it's a Western philosophy, it's I think there's a, there's parallels to some of the the kind of, sort of Japanese and Korean and kind of, sort of Far Eastern kind of, sort of thought as well. I think anyway. That, um, I think that's where you have an influence that you don't you don't uh, realise. I think that I think that's one of the major things that you've brought to the school. Uh, and as you say, we, we do we've got we've got we've got large a large number of adults who, who, are, who are clever people. They, 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 they know what they're, they're looking at. They're not just being influenced by you. They fully understand that if, if you were talking garbage, they, they would know you were talking garbage. But that's one of the things that I try and have you, that's why I have you talk so much in, in, in class, because it's just to drop wee ideas, just to plant the seed, because even though you your this sort of base of Taekwondo, it's got so many offshoots now uh, that you didn't have as a 37 year old. You weren't mm -hmm. buying Kelly Starrett's books on uh, mobility and squatting and weight training. You weren't uh, uh, Steve Maxwell's stuff. You weren't, you weren't interested in any of that. Sure. But you, you gather all of that stuff in to get back to that Taekwondo base because it, it, it all grows from there, but you, you improve and as I say I want more people to open their minds up like that and and you kind of you fit into that quite quite perfectly it's one of the things you never take credit for but what's stealing other people's ideas <laughs> no it's that see that, that that it's not it's it's not because maybe you're simply opening up people people you're opening up uh, avenues for people to explore that's all I want to do. I, as I say, this, uh, this facilitator of learning, but there's been tons of times where people have said, well, what do you think about this? And I'll say, well, do you know what? I, I know that Mr. Gillen's literally just finished a book on that. Now he's not an expert, but 
but he might give you something to read or think about. Uh, and I love the fact that that's all came from your Taekwondo. That, that makes me Absolutely. proud as a Taekwondo instructor and practitioner that that's where, that's where that open-mindedness has came from. I think. Uh, I was probably open minded. I've always probably been pretty open minded, just the way I was brought up. Yeah. But I think that the, the Taekwondo has given me a channel, uh, maybe given me a bit of focus and a purpose for it, maybe. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, right. Okay. So, uh, mm. one other area that I'd like to sort of chat about, uh, investigate is. We talk all the time, and again, another influence from yourself that's kind of uh, come into my way of thinking and the way I teach, but a lot of the stuff we do now is to, to try and teach people about maintaining their mobility and strength and health as, they, as inevitably everybody gets older. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it might just be as simple a question as asking what's your thoughts on, on that, because that'll probably open open things up. But that's something that you're very conscious of, that you're you're in your fifties now. You're not going to get to your sixties and be unable to to squat down and pick something off the floor, which is quite a common occurrence for a lot of sixty year olds. Uh, Absolutely. So and and again that this Probably kind of, kind of, kind of fermented in my mind. Due to take, it has without a doubt due to taekwondo and trying to improve taekwondo. But 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 what I kind of think is that is that as a species, humanity, we we we, we what are we? We're, we're humans, modern humans, three hundred thousand years old ish, something like that. Um, people have. The same brains, but well, slightly bigger brains. Actually, our brains have shrunk because we're so stupid. Because we're on social media. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's happening the seventies. You and me on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but but pretty much basically the same, and it's only in the last couple of generations that we have, and it's not all humans either. It's only us in the West have um, kind of spent most of our time trying to be comfortable. Yeah. Um, and we're kind of addicted a little bit to being comfortable. And I don't think that's our fault. It, 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 it's, I think um, our ancient ancestors um, wouldn't have expended energy unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. So, because again, there wasn't any energy to spare. Energy was hard to come by. Food was hard, hard come by. So, so um, if you were full, you just had a feast, um, and we would kind of loaf about a bit, and we would loaf about in the comfort of our shelter until it was all the food was finished, and we had to kind of go and get something else, yeah. type of thing. Um, but it just so happens that. We live in a time of plenty and there's abundant food and you have to um, expend very little energy 
to, to get it. I can put in that cupboard over there and get another cookie. In fact, I might. Um, just <laughs> very, very soon. But, but that's the extent of, of the energy that I need to expend to get um, more energy. So I have a surplus. Um, and if, if my early ancestors decided to, to um, expend lots, lots of energy for no good reason, then we'd probably die because there wasn't that much energy around. Um, but it's still in us. Mm -hmm. Hence, um, we, we, I think anyway, that, 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 that um, it's, it's in us to sit in a, the comfort of our shelter, our, our homes, to in our onesies, and eat, eat crisps and watch telly, um, and and I think that's a human thing. We shouldn't kind of berate ourselves too much for that. I don't think there's look there's a bit of choice in it. It depends on what you and how you consider free will. That's a different thing. Um, but but the consequence of that is that. Um, we spend a lot of time sitting about, and we were not as active as our, as our ancestors. Not that long ago, ancestors either. Yeah. Um, if I work it out at the moment, um, I drive an hour and a half to work in the morning. Um, I get to site and spend most of my time of 12 hours, say, um, sit in front of my laptop. I get up and about, I get around the site and that I do. Um, some of that I was in a four before, so driving off road, driving in a sitting position. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is in a sitting position at my desk in, in front of my computer. After 12 hours of drive home, another hour and a half sitting um, in this locked up sitting position. I'll go home now. I generally don't um, sit on furniture at home. Um, I am today just because we're kind of set up this way. Yeah. Um, but I'll sit on the floor. Um, just to get a little bit of a difference, but I'm still sitting here. Um, I have my tea on the floor and then go to bed. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> so strictly speaking, a bed. <laughs> but what I see, it's a long, long time in a sitting position. Yeah. As our ancestors um, evolved to move around and be climbing and and walking and and. and and running and doing all sorts of stuff. Um, and so is it any wonder then that we start getting sore backs and, 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 and uh, kind of get, you know, sore arthritis and, and stiff joints and we can't move particularly well. And, 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 and we get to a point in our 60s and 70s where we shuffle along and, and if we fall on the ground, we break our hips and we can't get back up off the floor. Well, one of the students had said to me, one of the adult students, now we, we spend a lot of time at the school on, uh, and not just through the Taekwondo kicking, etc., but we spend a lot of time talking about and practicing uh, squatting and uh, getting up off the floor, etc., etc. And I know for, a, and I always say this, guys, I say, look, I know that I'm, harping on about this over and over again and I think people buy into it to different degrees but one of the adult students said to me not that long ago that her mother had taken a fall and she actually when she got to 
you were mentioned, uh, not in the fall, but in the, what came afterwards. And she said when she got to her mum, uh, you and I actually, uh, and that's what I'm saying, uh, me teaching the classes, it, it was uh, a natural thought to think about me, I guess. But I'm just trying to prove or to highlight the positive influence you had had as well. And she, she said this to me, she said, I thought about yourself and Mr. Gillen, and just about how this, my mum falling and really struggling made me realise the importance of what both of you keep harping on about, uh, about the ability to, to have that. It's been proven now that, that, that the lack of uh, leg strength can uh, then leads to a, a detriment in elderly people's general health and lifestyle. If they can't walk, they can't go to the shops, they can't do this, they can't do that. Uh, and she actually said that. If I can't go to the toilet, if I'm 80 years old and I can't go to the toilet by myself, I, I have to go to home and somebody has to look after me. Yeah, yeah. If I'm 80 years old and I'm still swinging a kettlebell, and at the rate I'm going, I don't know what size that kettlebell will be. <laughs> <laughs> but that size, because it seems to be getting smaller and smaller and smaller. But, yeah. but um, look, it, 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 um, it's not inevitable. I don't believe it's inevitable that we have to, to, to um, have this slow decline into stiffening up and, and just not being able to move and being rigid and, it, and all of a sudden we fall over and, and, and we break. I don't think it's inevitable. I hope it's not, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm personally trying to do, is trying to kind of um, be flexible. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. One last thing uh, before we finish up. Uh, we'll finish on a, a nice sort of cheery uh, point, I guess. What's been, what's been your, your most special or nicest memory of your time in Taekwondo? What's been something that, if you were to be asked about, what, what's, what really sticks in your head about something that's been, do you know, that was a really sort of special moment or, or such? Do you know, I, it's, it's, is it a particular time or is it just a, 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 a sense? Um, Anything at all. We have, we have um, two types of minds. Some people think um, we've got the experience in mind. Well, the experience in mind is the mind that that, um, that has the experience um, of eating a cookie or sparring or or whatever, and then you get the re remembering mind that has a longer term kind of memory. Yep. So, so my ex the, for example, experience in mind. Um, say at a competition and um the experience in mind with its very short memory is going oh my god what have i done why am i sparring this 20 year old here um and then but thankfully um, the experience in memory forgets all that horrible stuff and the, the remembering memory um, or mind sort of remembers it as a kind of oh that was a period of growth in my my takeaway do experience yeah you know what i mean yeah. we tell each other we tell each other we, our mind tells us stories about 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 um 
what our life's been and we, we create these stories mm-hmm. and the stories we create can be um you know oh isn't it terrible my life's been terrible and isn't it a shame for me or we can create these other stories about how fortunate we've been and I've, I've, I do have these stories now which maybe I wouldn't have um, um, where I have been very fortunate um, and and so so rather than um, a, a specific moment in time I think that the, 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 the story that I've created in my mind um, is one of training with, with friends and um, happy experiences with my children, Tom, Rose and Jimmy, and training with them. And, and some of the best times I've had has been just the opportunity um, to be with my family. And, and I think we don't always have that. And a lot of people um, at my age um, who have busy lives and busy works, the same as I do, um, um, we don't spend any time with our kids um, and can't, don't communicate, maybe don't talk to them and maybe um, I feel very fortunate that um, through Taekwondo um, I've kind of tra- I've dragged them along. <laughs> You're going! <laughs> don't want to! You're going! <laughs> you know? But but we have that experience, and in friends as well. You know, myself and Mr. Logan, Mr. Walker, and all these people I've trained with over many many years, Mr. Shaw. And it, it, it's just a just the experience of, of belonging and in a place um, and having a bit of a purpose. I think that's that's my my memory. Maybe Very I've told myself. I've just made it up. There's nothing wrong with that. It's your, it's your head. Right, listen, good good place. See, the thing is, uh, if we were together having coffee, we could literally talk all day, but uh, I think that's a nice place to actually put a, put a full stop on, on this particular episode. So thanks for eventually agreeing to come on. Uh, listen, you, you, it's, it's, it's going to be the same as every time that you talk. People will listen. And I think they'll get a lot out of it. Uh, so, yeah, we'll finish it there. But uh, thank you. Thank you for that. All right. So <laughs> I, shall, I shall see you at class. Absolutely. Perfect. Absolutely. Right. Okay. I'll speak to you soon, Andy. Take care of yourself. You too, sir. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.